0: Tech Talk is back. Doug Swinhart is in studio. He fought the traffic. Uh, 35W from downtown all the way out to the Crosstown is closed this weekend, causing some problems on the roadways, but Doug made it. And uh, we want to remind you, we're here Saturdays. so sports schedules, of course, uh, allowing uh, with Tech Talk. And if you have a problem with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, feel free to call the program. Our phone lines are open right now. It's a great time to call, 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Great way to go. Uh, Computers, hardware, software, whatever. Uh, By all means, call the program or text the program. Uh, Doug is here. Doug, good to see you. I hope you're well.
1: It's absolutely wonderful to be back, Steve. Just great.
0: And uh, we always get a lot of calls, and we want to remind folks, um, get in early because we always have uh, items on the text line. We always have folks uh, sitting on hold that we weren't able to get on the air in the the hour we have. So if you have something for Doug, by all means, get a hold of us earlier than later, uh, sooner than later, 651-989-9226, text 81807. That is 81807. Let's start with the biggies. Uh, the holiday season is here. People are going to be out, uh, purchasing gifts, et cetera. But if you're looking for a technology gift, uh, tread lightly. We have talked about this uh, in the spring when kids are graduating from high school, getting set to head to college or tech school or whatever. Uh, make sure you know specifically what people want, uh, computers and uh, tablets, etc. cetera. Um, there's a lot of good equipment, but uh, you want to
1: get something that people want. You know, the choices, especially in laptops and tablets, yeah. has has the choices have just exploded. The, the amount of different features on different models, weights, battery life, RAM, hard drive, it's, it's, it's mind-boggling, really, to buy a gift. You really should go shopping with the people and at least make an attempt to find out what they like. Worst case scenario, keep the receipt. People are just really sensitive about keyboards and touch touchpads and the size and the weight. Yeah, it's um, this is this is a rather tough gift to buy and keep it secret.
0: Yeah, for sure. And and that's where we recommend gift card, uh, something along those lines, and, perfect, and let someone go out and pick that out. Because uh, you invite people to go to a local retailer and play with this stuff. You know, if if you want to buy it online, fine. But it's so important when it comes down to monitor size. Uh, keyboards are a big one. You and I talk about Huge. all the time. Uh, you know, uh, until you can actually get your hands in this stuff and get a feel for it that that's really a big deal.
1: Oh, it's huge. And some of the equipment that's been coming out, uh, the HP Scepter line, uh, these things are like less than two pounds. They, they advertise 16 hour battery life. I'm seeing 10 to 11 with heavy working. I mean, it's just unbelievable equipment. Um, no CDs, of course, no, um, optical drives, but for what you're paying and what you're getting for this equipment, it's absolutely a great year to buy.
0: Yeah, a lot of good stuff out there for sure. But it is amazing. You get what you pay for, it. and oh, we've yeah. talked about that uh, quite a bit. We still have an original iPad that my wife still uses to uh, – she she can watch a video or whatever uh, on it. There's some things you can't do anymore on this original iPad, but th- but this thing still works. Yeah. It, it's still running. So, so you really do if, – if you buy good stuff and take care of it.
1: Yeah. You, the, it's never been more true than it is right now for pricing of equipment. Uh, I tell people all the time, you know, the, the $200 and $300 laptops and the refurbs, they're a great alternative. But if you're looking for a work or a school system and you want to buy something new, you really should be planning on spending $800 on a laptop or a tablet today or beyond. And, and it is really really true that you definitely are getting what you pay for today. There's no doubt in my mind of that. None.
0: And keep in mind, this is still sensitive equipment. It is is not bulletproof. You you can't drop it on the concrete and that sort of thing. You still have to take care of this stuff.
1: Well, see, that's the trade-off. As the equipment gets lighter and lighter and lighter, it really becomes much, much less durable. Uh, the screens are doing really, really well. The hinges they've improved. Uh, I just can't believe what they're doing with the lighter weight equipment. Nonetheless, these this is delicate, delicate equipment and needs to be handled as such. Uh, yeah, you can't stress that enough. You really can't.
0: All right, we want to move on to the uh, texts and the phone calls. Here are the numbers again here on Tech Talk 651 989 9226. 651 989 9226. That phone number is good for all our programs here on CCO. And of course, the text line 81807. That is 81807. Let's start on the text line today. There's some really good ones right out of the gate there. Uh, those Wi Fi extenders. What do you recommend for people at home? make sure they get good Wi-Fi reception all over the house.
1: You know, you can't hardly lose with these things. You can pick them up today anywhere from 30 40 $50 and up. You don't have to spend a lot of money. Even in a house, well, my one level, 1,500 square foot, I put an extender on the other end, and it's all one level. We had reception, but it increased the speed of the internet on the other half of, of our townhouse. And for the money that I spent, it's well, well worth it. And I think that that was necessary where where we're at, because when you look at your Wi-Fi, there's like 20, 25 of them that you can connect to. So I think by putting that extender in it, it really did help. And then, of course, I adjusted the channels. But I love these extenders. The next great step is going to be the mesh technology, where one extender talks to the next one, and mm. so on and so forth, and that's the next big thing is to watch for is the mesh, m e s h, mesh, mesh technology. That that's big. That's going to be huge.
0: Now, now is that available? Should people put their money into it?
1: Absolutely. Uh, if you're looking, especially if you've got a large house, uh, several floors, that mesh technology will cover your whole house completely. And in fact, um, Xfinity is actually coming out and putting this in your house to extend your wireless right straight from their Aris router. And I'm quite certain CenturyLink will be right behind them following that trend. We will see this happening from the internet service provider right straight to the home. So this is a good thing. We're moving forward. Okay.
0: A couple of texts on solid state hard drives. You've talked about this for a long time. It's really the only way to go.
1: It truly is. Um, SSDs, Now, there's different formats of solid-state drives, and nearly, I would say, at least 70% of the new computers that are coming out, if it doesn't have a solid-state, it's available as an upgrade. I can't say enough good things about these solid-state drives. I don't care what you have for a computer. Bare minimum, you are going to accelerate your performance by a minimum of four times. Bare minimum. If you happen to have a computer that's relatively new and your motherboard will allow 6 gigabits per second transfer rate, that particular drive might increase your system 10 to 12-fold. It's that big of difference. And sometimes people get the wrong idea, Steve. We talk about speed. This, this ain't like when we were young and had a hot car. <laughs> the miracle of solid-state circuitry, the faster we make a computer run, the more stable it is and the longer it lasts. So we really want that speed, not, not just to, to be the hot shot on the block, but more important that our computer is going to run cooler, it's going to run better, and longevity is extended a great deal. So that's one thing to, to really keep in mind when we're talking about increasing the speed and, and gaming options and that kind of thing.
0: Quick break. We'll go to the phone lines. Uh, We have John, Rick, Frank, and Robin all waiting, uh, transferring videos, uh, talking about laptops and search engines as well. It's all coming up on Tech Talk. Stick around. Doug Swinhart here in the studio on the CCO. Tech Talk is back here on a chilly Saturday. Sun is out, however. Uh, that makes a huge difference, in my opinion. 25 degrees here in the city's Doug Swinhart air and studio with Tag Talk. Without further ado, let's get into the phone calls, and the show is all about your calls. 651-989-9226. We'll start with John in Minneapolis. John, you're on the air. Hello.
1: Hi, guys. How are you doing? Fine, thanks. What's up, John? Hey, um, I'm not a big user, but every now and then I want to transfer a video that's two or three minutes long, and the uh, email uh, providers won't, you know, have a file limit size. Is, is there a free service or someplace where I can upload videos and other people can download them? You know, this is an absolute perfect scenario if you have a Gmail account. With your Gmail account, you take and you save that video to your Google Drive. Once it's saved on there, you right-click on this big bad boy, and you slide into that little window, and you left-click Share. You can put in one or multiple email addresses that will send automatically go to those email per, uh, participants and give them the link, or you can make it open to the public and just send each person a link right straight to the file. That really, in my mind, is your answer. You may or may not know this, but your Gmail account will give you 25 gigabytes of storage up in the cloud free of charge. Now, if you want multiple videos, then you might have to buy some more storage in order to save them all online at once. But for a quick transfer of a video here and there, that really is your answer. Of course, you could always go with Dropbox and there's several other uh, products out there that you can use. But I think the, the simplest method is just to pump that thing up to drive, right click, share it, Send the emails to the, to the recipients and let the good times roll. And thank you for the call.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if he's aware, but uh, on YouTube you can have private channels and you can make videos private. Exactly. And I, I know uh, my daughter in her college program, they use this a fair amount, especially when they're doing some sort of multimedia. They can share it with others in the class and, more importantly, the professor um, to, to be able to view you know, these videos that they've created. So uh, th- that is an option as well. But, you know, we, we've talked about it before, you know, once again, it, it it's hard to beat the, the Gmail account. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, I, and if you've got a lot of videos or a lot of recipients, the YouTube pr- probably be the way to go. Um, I'm not sure if you can actually do that with a free YouTube account. Now, if you update, I'm sure you got all the bells and whistles. But As a quick video, slap that baby up into Drive because you're already logged into your Gmail. Hit your apps, hit your Drive, drag it on there, and drop it, let it upload, and let the good times roll. Yeah, both of those are perfect, perfect examples of what can be done online.
0: Let's go to Rick in Coon Rapids. Rick, you're on the air. Thanks for calling in.
1: Yeah, guys, uh, quick question. How do I get rid of a redirector that's gotten onto my desktop? Uh, most of them today are doing nothing more than changing your home page. Depending upon the browsers, you're going to go into options and or settings, find your homepage, and try that. While you're in your browser, if you're getting these in Mozilla Firefox or Google Chrome, an extension or an add-on possibly could have been added. You want to check both of those. If it persists, you're going to want to open up a Google search box Type in A-D-W-Cleaner, space, Major Geeks, M A J O R G W E K S, and that'll take you right to a download link for A-D-W-Cleaner, a free portable program that is put out by malware bytes that will scan and alleviate your computer of all those. And thank you for the call. I'm sure that will do it. Let's go to Frank in St. Paul.
0: Frank, you're on the air with Doug. Hello.
1: Hi, good morning or afternoon. See, I recently bought a Dell laptop and I've uh, had uh, Windows uh, for years, and now this comes with Windows uh, 10 on it, and uh, I'm completely lost. Yeah. So is there someplace I can go to get a class, or is there? Well, yeah, you're, you, what you're struggling with is what's called the Windows shell, the user interface. Your best absolute no-brainer fix is to download and install Classic Shell, C-L-A-S-S-I-C-S-H-E-L-L. Now, the guy stopped producing updates, but I still believe it's available for download. If you can't get it, give me a call, and I'll push it over to you. Classic Shell will allow you to have Windows 10, but it changes your Windows interface, and you can set it up like a Windows XP machine, a Windows 7 machine, a Vista Menu system, and it gives you all kinds of extra alternatives underneath the configuration for accelerating Windows 10 as well. Classic shell. Make sure you download that and install it. And like I say, you have trouble with that, give me a holler next week, and in minutes, we'll have you taken care of online. And thank you for the call.
0: And it's a shame to hear they're not doing updates, but this thing's been around since Windows 8, correct?
1: Well, yes. And here's the thing this guy that produced this actually had a donation page and people were donating. But because of time restrictions, he was unable to move forward. So what he did was he just let all the source code out on the internet. It's that clean. But I still prefer his last two or three versions. I don't even go after the updates after that. It's slick. It's clean. It works. There's no malware in it. It's just a tremendous piece of work. Yeah, I put Classic Shell on every computer I work on. And if the people like the Windows 10 interface, I take it off in minutes. But for this particular gentleman, there's no doubt that's a no-brainer fix.
0: Yeah, we we did an update at my full-time job over to that, and there were a lot of people that struggled with this interface. It is different. Oh, you bet. Um, It it is a a big, big change and and can be extremely confusing. You know how it is. People get used to a certain thing. It's like, I want to know where my stuff is.
1: Well, in Windows 10, like the Windows 8 interface, if you have a smaller device— Say for example a tablet that that will actually your your everything's doing by the touch screen. That particular shell is a great shell to work with. But on a desktop and for productivity, give me a mouse, give me a menu button and give me a full peer desktop, clean desktop anytime. All right, but, uh, that's my opinion.
0: All right, how do people find it again? Let's let's spell that out. Yeah, people.
1: you're going to have to just uh, Google do a Google search for classic shell and again You could just go to Google and type in classic shell, all one word, space Major Geeks. I should talk a little bit, Steve, about Major Geeks. Major Geeks is a massive file depository. They make absolutely certain that everything you download is free of viruses and malware. So it's clean. It's a funny name, been around for well over a decade. I'm thinking close to two decades. But Major Geeks, I get almost all my files from there. Either there or SourceForge. But Major Geeks is just a little bit easier for new users. Software, space, a plus sign, space. Major Geeks, the the first or the second search result will take you right to the page you're looking for.
0: Quick break. We'll have the weather. Robin is waiting on the line. Robin, we promise we'll come to you right out of that weather break. We have Mike and Maple Grove who wants to talk about Linux. And we'll go to the text line as well at 81807. Send your text for Doug and Tech Talk to 81807. The phone number one more time, 651-989-9226. It is Tech Talk. Here it is Saturday at CCO.
1: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
0: 1.35 on a Saturday, Tech Talk underway, Doug Swinhart in studio, and when sports schedules allow, Doug's in studio on Saturdays between 1 and 2 o'clock, and it looks like we're going to be on a bit of a roll for now. Sweet. Yeah, so playing on it, Doug, we'll, we'll see you next Saturday and beyond. If you're available, the phone number on the program is 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. You can text 81807, 81807. And if you have sent a text, we'll be going to that uh, line in a moment. Uh, But we promised Robin she would be on the air. And, Robin, you are on the air. Thanks for hanging on.
1: Hi. What do you know about the Quant search engine? quant? Yes, Q W A N T. I I have to be honest and tell you that's new. Okay. Um I I live almost entirely in Google and DuckDuckGo. Uh unless I'm going to a Wiki search or an Amazon search, I live in Google and DuckDuckGo. I want you to send me an email. It's it's Q W What was that again?
0: Q U A N T is what I have. Yeah, you written know, it down. sounds
1: familiar, but I don't think I've really checked it out. I'm going to have to do some research on that. Uh, for a, for somebody to okay, go in,
0: no Q W A N T. Yeah,
1: that's what I thought she said. Quant. Yeah. Um. Th- this is this is an incredibly difficult area for anybody to break into because somehow, some way, they got to get caught up with Google. And I can't begin to imagine how much effort that would be. I, but I definitely will take a look at it. And thank you for the call, Robin. I wish I would been a little more informative.
0: Yeah, and there, there, there's. Uh, you brought up Duck Duck Go. Love uh, that. Bing is one that's been around a Microsoft product, I, I believe. Yes. Um. There, there, there's a lot of them out there. Why are there so many? Let's maybe. Well, it's a a
1: very profitable business. Um, And now, as you know, I'm sure you've seen on the news where people think that Google is pushing to their advertisers. And I have to say this in my mind, to a point, they do. But that's just business. At the same time, every person that goes to that site, Google is paid a fraction of a penny or a penny or whatever for pushing them to that site and that's true whether they're on that search engine or not so th- this is a is a is an extremely in- incredible business plan how this all rolls together and that's kind of what's keeping the internet as free as it is for us so yeah it's a but it's a big business you start hooking up to to libraries and servers and yeah it's just it's enormous but i'll definitely check out this quant Search engine.
0: Yeah, uh, Google's just a habit, I guess. I, you know.
1: Well, and there, yeah, and for me, see, I, I, I understand how the how the original Boolean language works. That's why you hear me say space and a plus sign and space. That will actually accelerate your searches if you talk to it in that language. They all should accept that. And if you want to do a search on that, sometimes Steve, it's B O O L E A N boolean search language and it's really quite simple it's almost like talking backwards but with pluses and minuses and quotes and caps and and once you get the hang of that you will accelerate your searching and you will you actually keep what you're looking for more focused and that's that's really the big thing with that but this quant this is uh see now i got something to do tomorrow morning
0: there you go (laughs) Uh, Mike Maple Grove you're on the air on tech talk with Doug. Thanks so much for calling in
1: Hi Doug. Hi, uh, my question is is about uh, Linux uh, specifically maybe like a Ubuntu uh, build and mainstream web browsing shopping travel arrangements is it is that platform or is there a better one that somebody could use because I sure like the price yeah Ubuntu is a is a is a huge to date. But keep in mind that Linux is an open source software. Um, I tend to go more towards Linux Mint and Linux Lite for new users because these interfaces are an easy transition for Windows users. Uh, now, Linux Mint has several desktop options. Uh, Cinnamon, uh, Mate, I prefer the XFCE. It's just a flat Got a menu button down the left-hand corner, title bar, icons. Uh, Ubuntu, you can get to look like Windows, and it. but yeah, Ubuntu is huge, absolutely huge. My opinion is if anybody has the opportunity to have a dual boot system, they've got Windows on one portion of their drive, Linux on another. If they're buying something online or they're doing anything in a secure format, I always... Always encourage them to be in Linux as much as possible. With Linux, you really don't need an antivirus, no malware. You don't have to do any disk maintenance. It just simply runs. People are not aware of this, Steve, but the original Mac operating system was built on a Linux platform. Now today, you must call the iOS a completely proprietary operating system. But even today, I can go into a terminal window and execute certain Linux commands. So it's still there, kind of. But, you know, I think people understand, well, you were talking about your Macs. People understand that that operating system, that interface between us humans and the machine code is huge. And Mac has always been known for security. So, yeah, Linux is a great, great choice. And thank you so much for the call. I hope that helped.
0: Uh, Good calls today on the program. We're going to be jumping back to the phone lines momentarily. Uh, Tom and Bruce, hang on. Uh, We we want to get to a couple of quick texts on the program. And by the way, our text line always available uh, here at CCO at 81807. That is 81807. Um, From the text line, Uh, Lately and quite often, when I power up my laptop, it starts, but then it shuts back off. The screen never comes on. And after a few tries, it eventually works. What could be going on?
1: Yeah, that's really not a good sign. Um, Unless there's something damaged on the hard drive. And if that was the case, I would expect to see an error message. There's also in these laptops this little module that will shuffle between battery and A.C., And I think that's the module that might be going out on this particular machine. But that is a, what, what that type, and I've seen this before, I've actually tried to replace the battery and it seemed like it worked for a couple of days and back to the same thing. I replaced an AC adapter, even that couple days and right back to the same type of, of uh, behavior. It really depends on the machine, but I think that module that's switching between battery and AC is the culprit here in that particular instance, and I hope that helps, but that this is a tough one to track down, and thank you for the text.
0: Well, let's get back to that uh, Linux call, um, and we got a text on that. What are some of the preferred browsers for, for some of those operating systems you discussed?
1: Every distribution of Linux that I know comes built with Firefox built in, every distribution of Linux that I know of has of, you can download Chrome or Chromium, either one will both run on Linux. I also add the Brave browser. You can put Opera on there and there's SeaMonkey and Linux has a whole array of their own browsers. Nonetheless, I always, always, always have Firefox, Chrome or Chromium, and Brave. And those three web browsers carry almost everybody I know through with almost anything. Easy, easy, easy to install. Once you get set up and start to learn the format of Linux, most of them have software managers. And as long as you remember your root password, in you go. And it's, uh, it's much simpler than what most people think. Just play with it a little bit and you will be impressed.
0: Uh, from the text line at 81807, is there a way to get Windows 10 from automatically updating?
1: Yes. Okay. And um, if you happen to have Windows 10 Home, it can be quite the chore. Windows 10 Professional, you can actually go into the group policies and shut it off much, much easier. But with Windows 10 Home, it's kind of a job. And if you're needing to do that, uh, give me a call and I can help walk you through that. In the meantime, locate and download GWX control panel. And it comes in two flavors, one that installs and one that's a portable. You want the portable version. Even though this was designed for Windows 7 and Windows 8 to prevent Windows 10 automatic updating back when they were giving it away for the first year, sure. this is a wonderful, wonderful package that you can prevent future Windows 10 updates, you can actually change your update settings, and you can, more importantly, you can clear your update cache. It's not uncommon, Steve, when I get a computer that's a Windows 10 machine, and it takes like seven minutes to boot. Everything they do, it it's like 10 times as long as it should be. When I run GWX control panel, there are times that in that update cache I find over 20,000 files attempting to update. Well, no wonder it's running so slow. It's working its little heart out trying to accomplish things it can't accomplish. And that's GWX, three letters, space, control panel. And you're it's still available for download. Just run a search in Google or DuckDuckGo or Quant and find it and <laughs> download it and let the good times roll.
0: All right, back to the phone lines here on Tech Talk. Once again, Doug Swinhart in studio Saturdays between 1 and 2 here on CCO. Let's bring in Tom. Tom, you're on the air. Hello.
1: Hello, Doug. Hi, Tom. What's up? I got two questions for you. I'd like to know what your vision of the cloud is and where does the hardware physically reside? Well, that's a... That yeah. those are those yeah. are really good. Yeah. Those, are, tough. those are good questions. When they talk about the cloud, it really is any public server that you can access on the internet. Now, where are they located? I will talk in terms of Google only. Today, Google is what's called the Google Grid. There are tens of thousands, probably even hundreds of thousands of machines running twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week. The grid is put together in such a way to where redundancy at minimum is three to five fold. So at any given time, 200, 300, 500 computers could be down for maintenance or just crashed and you and I, end users, will never see it. The data is shuffling so fast that it probably will take two, three days for the specialist, I like to call them, the Google gods, it would take them two or three days just to locate where that specific data resides. It's flying around the world that fast. And I would like to give you a clearer answer, but that is it. And thank you so much for the call. And I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. And there there are server farms, if you will, They're all everywhere. over. Um, and, and the redundancy of the network continues to improve over time absolutely be- because there's so much money on the line
1: oh absolutely and you know when when people talk about our country as a given and talking about well we need to update our infrastructure most people think about roads and bridges and and that and that's important but I think we also should be focused on our electrical grid and our internet grid yeah both these areas need to have some serious serious attention in the next 10 to 15 years. For certain. So, infrastructure is huge and the internet is growing by leaps and bounds, which obviously is going to require more electricity. So, it's a hand in a glove.
0: Quick break. We have Bruce in Woodbury. We're going to talk password managers. Bruce will come to you right out of the break. We have time for more calls and texts. Here it is Tech Talk, Saturday is noon to one on CCO. One eight minutes down in front of 2. we we'll all the news and weather at 2. And then stick around if you have a pet. We have the show for you. The vet will be in studio. Dr. Gene Gezke. he will join us from VCA Bloomington Animal Hospital uh, with Ask the Vet next hour. So if you have a dog or cat... Uh, you're in business. Uh, The vet will be in next hour taking your calls and texts here on CCO. But Doug is still here for a few more minutes. Let's jump to the phone lines right now. Let's bring in Bruce and Woodbury. Bruce, you're on the air. Good afternoon, guys. Hi. Uh, I'm a retiree and I was reading a recent issue of the ARP newsletter and they had a feature article there about on many different fronts how to reduce fraud. And they put Together, a pretty strong recommendation to use a password manager, which sounded pretty slick. And Doug, I'm wondering if you've had any experience with these, and if so, if you support them, what would you recommend?
1: Well, there's a number of them that are really, really good out there. Um, KeyPass comes with every version of Linux that I install, and that's free. And of course, LastPass, if you want something a little more sophisticated, if I'm not mistaken, it's about 12 bucks a year. These two would probably be my front runners. Um, Intel has one, and I'm having trouble remembering the name of it, but it's uh, on the Adobe page if you go to update your PDF reader. Uh, but I would say it, it, LastPass is probably your best bet. Uh, take a look at it, they've got a free version, but I actually recommend that you pay for this. LastPass has this cute little deal where you can put this on a USB drive, and any computer you plug it into, you can access your password file. And this is a a good thing as long as you never forget your master password. And that's true with all of them. If you forget that, it's gone. So make sure that that's one password you remember. There's a number of them out there, but those would be my two two faves.
0: I, I would think one of the biggest passwords is when you set up a new computer. Those are biggies, you know, um, the, the, the password uh, for for your Apple account, you know, all of those sorts That's of huge. things. That's
1: huge. That's absolutely huge. Now, when Windows 10 came out, Microsoft in their infinite wisdom decided to tie the logon from the local machine to your Microsoft account. And if people change their Microsoft email account they could no longer get into their computer. When they went to put in that same password on the local machine, it would try to attempt to log into their account at Microsoft and they would stop. I had machines that I actually had to strip Windows off and reinstall. So I keep those two separate. I always set up a Windows machine with a local account and log in that way only and keep that separate from my email account, which, of course, Microsoft, it works in their best interest because if you ever buy anything from the store, they already got all your information and probably your credit card information as well. So, But in your best interest with a Windows 10 machine, I keep them separate. But that's my personal preference, and thank you for the text.
0: Um, Doug, real quickie from the text line before we run, is there a way to recover corrupted photos from a cell phone SD card?
1: Yes. And in fact, if you have a computer that has an SD reader, and if you don't, you can go to Micro Center and buy one for about $12. You can actually use the same tools to see if you can get a hold of that, those photos. Now, on an SD card, if the data is damaged, it may be unlegible by any software. And if that's the case, well, that's a trip out to OnTrack. They may or may not take that work. But if they do, it will cost you a little bit of money, but it should be recoverable.
0: And by the way, on track, it uh, helps with damaged hard drives, et cetera. They well, do a lot of great forensic work.
1: I think they're probably the best on the planet. If they're not the best, I guarantee they're in the top three. They've been at this a long, long time.
0: Doug, we've got to run. Uh, We apologize to the texts and calls we didn't get on the air, uh, Jay and Chris included. Uh, We'll be on the air next week between 1 and 2. Doug, your phone number and email, please.
1: Thank you. 651-552-9543. And, of course, WCCOTech.com, WCCOTech.com, 651-552-9543. And thank you, Steve. Have a good weekend.
0: Always good to see you, Doug. Tech Talk each and every Saturday, sports schedules permitting, here on CCO. We have all the news and weather coming up at 2. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25
1: a month. New iPhone 15s?
0: It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.